today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by TMZ Sports' own Ed Lewis. Man, what an exciting day, Charlie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Of course, mate. Well, I've got you in because our leading story is not a pleasant one. Conor McGregor is accused of raping a woman after NBA game four of the final series. We're going to talk about that off the top, but we're also going to talk about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are ending their podcast deal with Spotify that was worth $20 million. They're ending it after one season. And also, we're going to talk about climate activists targeting a Monet painting in Sweden. But to begin with, Conor McGregor, he's in deep trouble. Can you tell me about it, Ed? Yeah, we, we broke this story yesterday. I worked on it all day yesterday. So what essentially is alleged to have happened was Conor McGregor was at Game 4 of the NBA Finals. You recall he made a lot of waves there because he punched the mascot during a halftime skit. Mascot went to hospital. Yeah, and the mascot was so beat up from it, he had to go to the hospital. So it, McGregor had already made waves there. Uh, uh, but according to these demands letters that we've obtained from uh, an accuser's attorney, uh, McGregor sexually assaulted a woman in the bathroom following the game. At the arena. At the arena. So the, the allegations are this, that he met up with a woman inside of the club at the arena. And by the way, did you know there was a club? There's a nightclub inside of the Kaseya Center. where it's, the it's Miami. Miami man. I, it's I, Miami. I was blown away by that. Yeah. So the allegations are that he met up with a woman inside of a nightclub uh, uh, after the game, uh, inside of the arena. At one point, he gets up, allegedly, to go to use the restroom. Uh, uh, the woman's attorney claims that one of Connor's people then came back to her and said, hey, Connor wants to see you, led her into the bathroom and sexually assaulted her. I mean, the allegations are, are, are heinous. I don't think we need to get into the graphic detail of them. Uh, but Connor is adamant that he did nothing wrong. He said repeatedly that the, the allegations are false and he will not be intimidated. Uh, his, his people have called it a shakedown attempt and an attempt to extort him for money. Uh, so we got video that shows the interaction between the two outside of the restroom. Uh, and it it doesn't do a whole lot for either side, I don't think. It, I thought it places them both in the bathroom. You can see right. Connor go up to the lady and, you know, grab her by the hand or something and escort her into the bathroom. Then the bathroom door locks or closes and there are security guards sort of guarding the door. She says no one could enter or exit. And, I mean, the video doesn't disprove anything she said is what my impression is. Right, right. And but then there's the, also the aspect to it that she doesn't seem like an unwilling participant to go with him into the bathroom, if that makes sense. So but she had already agreed to go to his hotel room like prior to this. Right. So she thought that, like, you know, maybe we're off to his hotel. Maybe she never planned to have sex with him. But she's like, you know, wanting to go to Conor McGregor, the big UFC stars hotel room with, with her friend as well. Maybe she thought they were going to party. So so here's kind of the 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 rub, I guess, from 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 both sides. And uh, there's there's a discrepancy between the demands letters that were sent to Connor, the Miami Heat, and the NBA, and what we see on this video, and now the the new explanation for what we see on this video. And that's that's kind of where, where we're at with all this. So initially, she had claimed that NBA and Miami Heat security kind of uh, cordoned her off, uh, forced her into this bathroom where Connor was waiting for her, and the, the sexual assault was, was, was performed. Uh, now this video has come out, and she, like you said, is now changing up the story to 
Well, uh, he told me that he was going to go to the hotel. And when I went there, I thought he was taking me to the hotel. But in turn, he took me to the bathroom. Uh, now, Connor is saying that this proves that she's essentially a liar. Uh, I, I'll kind of maybe read because, you some. Because of what? Because she's changed her story is what Connor's camp is saying. So uh, this is a statement from Connor's attorney. After the video is released by TMZ, the claimant's lawyer now has changed her story. Mr. McGregor welcomes the investigation, which he firmly believes will show the claims against him are false. Uh, uh, after not responding to the demand for money made by the claimant's counsel, she turned to the media, apply pressure. This is no more than a shakedown. So essentially, he's saying that she fabricated the allegations now that they're on video showing different side of the story that it, it just proves that she's made it all up. Is it a different side? Because, I mean... I guess he's hanging on the word forced and the word sort of force, maybe in your mind, then you think of someone pushing someone into, or, or, or like pulling her like forcefully. Right. Um, but you see her walking willingly right. with him, but her friend is with her at the time as well. And her friend is not sort of allowed in the bathroom. So, I mean, I, I, I see the video differently that I think than Connor's people do in, in that, you know, I think you can be forced, you know, maybe not even physically, but, a big star grabs you, come right. me, you, go, you, you, you felt, you felt coerced. Right. Um, and then, I mean, what happened in, in the bathroom? Like, like he tried to kiss her. He tried to, he tried to get her to do all types of things. Um, and obviously she was not a willing participant in. Yeah. So the allegations are that he forcibly kissed her. Uh, he made her perform oral sex and then he attempted to sodomize her. Uh, and she was only able to get away because she was able to elbow him repeatedly and kind of shove him out of there. And then she claimed that at one point she left her bag in the bathroom because she was in such a hurry to get out of there and get away from him. And she says that they basically held her bag hostage and she had to like plead with them. And it was just this basically horrific scene. Uh, that all being said, her attorney said the discrepancy in the two stories is because she was inebriated. Uh, mm. uh, the attorney is claiming that she had at least six drinks and she has receipts to prove it. So uh, that that is their response to Connor's response, basically, because Connor's response is, well, she's changing stories. And they're like, well, look, she was inebriated and she's told everything that she remembers. You know? Right. So, so now that the video's there, now that the video's showing, she's like, oh, well, I guess that did happen. You know, like, so that's, that's her side of the story. But... The bigger issue here, or perhaps maybe not bigger, but another issue here for Connor is that she went to police on Sunday morning. This game happened on Friday night. Uh, the incident allegedly happened early Saturday morning. On Sunday morning, she went to police and police have told us they are launching an investigation into all this. So he is now under criminal investigation, uh, whether that will lead to charges, who knows, but this is a big deal for Connor. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's really not good that he is leading a woman into a bathroom, the door closed and there's security standing outside. I mean, he's in supposedly like a happy family, happy right. marriage. They just the day before announced that they're having their fourth child. So it's not a good look, whichever way it comes out. Like it, this is not good for Conor McGregor and his career and his family and anything like that. But, but even like an hour or two before this alleged incident goes down, they're trying to get him to have a funny skit with a mascot and he destroys the poor guy. It mm. sends him to the hospital. Like there's like Conor, like, he just can't get out of his own way sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, is he a heavy drinker? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we got video of him. That's another one. Uh, at halftime of the game, he was at the same nightclub. I, again, this nightclub, I guess, rages on throughout the game. At wow. Half. So anyways, at halftime, <laughs> we got him uh, inside of the, the nightclub, a video of him inside the nightclub. And you can see he has a drink in his hand. He obviously, he, he has his own whiskey company, Proper 12. He has his own beer company. It's a, a Ford Stout. 
So I, I, I imagine he does partake in a lot of alcohol consumption. But yeah, like imagine going to an NBA finals game and in that three hour span, you get accused of knocking out a mascot and yeah. then you would get accused of rape. Like he cannot get out of his own way. And it's it's crazy for him because this summer was supposed to be like the comeback summer for Connor. He's he's on the, the UFC's Tough Enough show against Michael Chandler at the end of the summer. or the, I guess next fall, he's supposed to fight Michael Chandler. It's going to be his big return. Uh, he's like you said, he's going to have his fourth baby. You know, everything is supposed to be like this is Connor's year and just can't get out of his own wow. way, man. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out because, yeah, one of the biggest athletes in the world getting accused of one of the worst things you can get accused of. Oh, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, really not good stuff. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Uh, on to our next story. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, well, their exclusive podcast deal with Spotify is coming to an end. So sorry if you enjoyed <laughs> Archetypes. Um, it'll only last those 12 episodes that are out. Um, they, they were signed originally to a $20 million deal with Spotify, that, but that meant that they could... Ex exclusively Spotify had the podcast deal, so they couldn't make it anywhere else. Well, now apparently they've mutually agreed to part ways, which I guess means Spotify was saying, we don't want you as much as you don't want us. <laughs> um, but it's just interesting. You signed such a big contract. They didn't even get the full $20 million payout actually, because they didn't make enough episodes, but it's like, I thought these guys were going to have like the best lives when they came to America and they were trying this and they were trying that. And they signed a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix and Spotify one. And now it seems like a lot of their projects aren't working out so well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted by that too. I mean, these are two of the most famous people on the planet. And every time we see like Meghan Markle at things, like she's surrounded by A-listers, you know what I mean? And I guess Harry to some extent too. Like and they cannot produce enough content or enough interesting enough content mm. to fulfill even a, a full season of a podcast. I, I, I'm very curious as to why. Why why are they not interesting enough to, to get this done? Right. Well, I mean, they the, the podcast is about deconstructing the history of female stereotypes. So I guess that's not for everyone. It's a niche audience, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, in this time when everyone's love, like a bit, it's not, they want podcasts to be like funny and into it, like this one, like this, <laughs> this one. Is, we're having so much fun. Yeah, we're going to be in season 20. We're going to be in season 100. Um, but I mean, sort of like, I mean, she, she was interviewing Serena Williams, Mariah Carey, Paris Hilton about stereotypes. So I guess, I, I don't know, maybe the, the content wasn't, you but know. But is that not more Spotify's fault then? Like, uh, uh, how do you, you got to understand that that's a very, very small marketplace, right? Even though you are talking to the Serenas and the Parises of the world, like, 
how, how do you not foresee that being like, oh, this probably has a a less than zero percent chance of succeeding? You know, what I mean, like it's <laughs> right, like right. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> it seems like it's such a, a generic topic. Like it does. You have Meghan Markle. Why not? And talk to a Paris Hilton or Serena Williams about like off field lives. Like it, it's something that would appeal to a broader audience. And talk to other princesses I, about what's it like. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they could do a lot more with it. And then there, the, I was reading that she can. There, she's still going to produce her podcast for a different platform. Yeah, she's trying to shop it somewhere else. Yeah, now. it seems like there's just everything we talked about. It seems like everything they touch kind of just like everything's like. Eh, let's. Well, well, the only things that have succeeded that they've done have been based on shaming the royal right. family. Right, right. But that seems like they're, they're like a one-trick pony now. Right. All, all they've got is like exposing secrets. And now what do you got for me? Right. How many more secrets do you have to expose? <laughs> so once the, once they're tapped out of secrets, what do they do then? Like, honestly, like, is she going to go back to acting? God knows what he can even do. Like, he's not... Well, like you tell me though, like what, what, what would you find interesting from these two? You know what I mean? Like what, what, what could they do now? Like you said, like, I'm very interested by, you know, how they lived as Royals and the exit of the Royals, but that seems like that's all tapped out. Is there anything further they can do to, I guess, stay relevant and, and, and perform content that you would consume? But are they interesting people on the face of it? Or is it, they only just like lived interesting lives and now we know their lives right. and now it's just like, well, they're tapped out. Probably not, right? Like, I, I don't know. But then is she now too big to go back to like television roles? Like, uh, she might have to for the money. A, that's a that's a tough spot to be in, man. I can't. I, could you imagine being so big, so massive? Now you've told your stories and now they've given you all these uh, abilities, platforms to tell more stories. You're like, I got, I got no more stories. Wow. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty crazy that, you know, they must feel the weight of the world on their shoulders that everyone's kind of like a little bit against them. Yes. And now some of their stuff is failing. So people are like starting to like, okay, here we go. But perhaps maybe that's the route. Maybe just be the villains and, and, and keep going that way. I mean, but maybe they don't even care, huh? I mean, maybe they do. You know them better than I do. Do you think they, I mean, Why? How... Cause I'm Australian. <laughs> no, no, you're more on the TMZ side. I'm oh, on the TMZ, TMZ sports yeah. side. Oh, okay. you know? uh, <laughs> yes, I guess I'm Australian too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's like, are, do you still want, like, you know? I mean, uh, I've actually been more, you know, friendly towards those two than a lot of other people at TMZ. Like, I'm kind of, I, I have been rooting for them, but it's kind of coming to a point where they're, they're becoming more and harder to defend. It's like all the free Britney people for a while. It's like, yeah. And then suddenly they like the, the free Britney things got a bit quieter when she started to do different stuff. And I feel like, ah, these guys, I don't know how much I can keep defending them and sort of rooting for them because they're not that entertaining. They, they make up these things, you know, I'd say about the paparazzi in New York that I, I mean, being a sort of paparazzi sort of field reporter myself, like don't come for me. Otherwise I'm going to stop supporting you. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know what the future holds for them, but It'll. I, I'm not hopeful. I, I do know this that they appear at uh, basketball games sometimes every now and then, and and they are massive there. Uh, uh, so there is an audience that would like to consume what they're giving. You know what I mean? They were at they were on Kiss Camera or whatever, and it's people were enthralled by it. You know, more so. I think it was a Laker game a couple weeks, a couple months ago, where there was like a Leonardo DiCaprio. There's a lot of these big Adam Sandler's big big names. And all anybody want to talk about was, oh, Megan and Harry are here, you know? So yeah. there is a market for it, but... They'll have to figure out how to monetize that. They, yeah, they got to become more interesting, I suppose. Right.
On to our last story, just quickly, because we spent a lot of time on these two. Um, a Monet painting was vandalized by two climate activists, two sort of grown-up Greta Thunbergs. They, they, they sound like, you know, in, in Sweden at a gallery, they smeared red paint all over this famous painting. They made a big deal about it, but I mean... I'm kind of over these sort of displays of let's wreck something. I mean, it gets me offside. It makes me want to litter sort of thing. You know what I mean? I don't like <laughs> them going for, for these, these artworks where like this artwork doesn't have a stake in the fight. Like this artwork is actually of a garden. So it's actually of the environment they're trying to protect. The irony. I mean, what do you, what do you feel about these sort of protests? Uh, well, I, I think we're talking about it. So it's successful for them. You know mm. what I mean? So if they're not doing these outlandish things, they are not going to be heard. Uh, it happens a ton in the sports world, too. I mean, just in the last couple of years alone, they've had a person who is a climate activist running onto the field with a smoke bomb. And you recall uh, a Rams player tackled him to the ground. Uh, that's uh, right. So so it's the these they have to make these grandiose things because when they're just picketing outside, nobody cares. So they have to do it. That being said. You don't condone vandalism. Uh, but I do think that this this painting is encased in glass, so there's a chance that it wasn't damaged or anything, and they still got their point across. This feels like an effective way to get... Are your team activist? I mean, as I get the I get the message, and right. I get it's the only way that people are going to hear the message. You know, like, you have to do these crazy, wild things. Yeah. Now, there's punishment for everything. They they were they were reportedly detained and who knows if they're going to be arrested or they're going to go to jail or or they may charge whatever so there are there are uh, repercussions for their actions but their message is now being heard I don't know if it's being uh, uh, really well received like but at it, least does it change your actions going forward I'm not sure not me personally no but at least I'm like aware of it now and 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 perhaps maybe you know I, I if it really calls to me and maybe there are people that are different to me then that I, it really calls them and maybe it does if it changes one life and maybe that's their goal you know uh, you're actually selling me on that guy. <laughs> I just I just I, I just I've seen it all because as a sports person you know they, they pick it outside of games and nobody cares but when they sprint onto the field and get tackled everybody cares right. so uh, you have to make these big waves if you want to get people to hear your message and obviously i don't ever want to see people vandalizing historic pieces of art but i mean if that's what it takes to get you to hear their message i don't know how, how would you what would you do like if you wanted to make your get your point across like what would you vandalize <laughs> and with what because sometimes <laughs> they do it with mashed potatoes i feel like nudity is always the way to oh, go you know what i mean like, i like that people people really gravitate toward nakedness so like i think if 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 I was trying to promote something, I think you got to get naked and do it in public, and that kind of. Really... I like that, Edward. <laughs> well, I hope you find a cause you care enough about so that we can be the beneficiaries. That's fantastic. All right. Well, thank you for joining me, Ed. Thank you. This was amazing. I'm, I'm really enjoying our talk. Awesome, man. Thank you very much, and we'll see you all here next week.